Welcome to Third Chances, a talk show where we like to hear from people who devoted their life to health, fitness and wellness. Medical professionals, health coaches and all the others who help us every day to cure our body, mind or soul. Those who always look for more natural, holistic ways to help even more people to live a happier and healthier life. Those who don't like to give up easily and settle on you or themselves. It is never too late or too soon. I always believe that every one of us deserves not just a second chance, but as many as we need. I'm Vera, your host. Who better than a master of reinvention with an accent to guide you through it, right? Just like they say, you are not a tree, so move. And God knows I have done just that in my own life many, many times. If you are not completely happy with the direction your life is going, this show may help you get the courage to change what is needed, find a new path and take charge. So come on over, pour yourself a glass of wine and spend some time with us. Let's laugh and cry together and get inspired by people just like you and me who overcame their own doubts and took a leap of faith to reinvent their life on their own terms. I hope and pray that we help you on that journey. And if you feel so compelled and inspired, please let us know. Don't be shy. Who knows? You may just be our next featured guest with another inspiring success story. So here we go. Hello, hello for another episode of Third Chances, where we speak with interesting people that devoted their life to wellness and fitness and uh, well-being and it's my honor today to introduce to you my old friend not that she's old but we <laughs> go away uh, Georgette Schwartz. Georgette is uh, an owner of Jetwell Incorporated. She joined forces with the dream team of Evolved Acupuncture and Wellness. Uh, she's a nutrition and fitness educator for over 25 years. Her focus is complete mental and physical well-being. She's a director of nutrition at Evolve Acupuncture and Wellness. And after receiving master's in holistic nutrition, Georgia went on to get board certified in holistic nutrition. Uh, it's my honor to, to have you on the podcast today because uh, we met quite a few years back when I was in my personal chef business. And I think we both were hired to be able to serve a one particular individual who was very sick and you were there as an expert to come up with the proper protocol and I was there to to prepare it for her and that's how we met and ever since we realized that we are on the same page and I would send you client you would send me client it was wonderful match in heaven too and I love Georgia as a person she's very generous and and beautiful human being so welcome Georgia to our podcast it's so wonderful to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Well, thank you for making time because I know it's a busy time of the season for you. So I really appreciate it. Can I ask you first, I gave a brief. There is so much more to your name than just what, what, what I just read. But it seems like you did not start in the holistic nutrition space right away. May I ask? Correct. What was the first first career when you got out of the school? What, what were your dreams then and what you were willing to do with your life? Yes, so I actually uh, was a major in business and a minor in psychology, and but was always into fitness and health and food. And But uh, my life didn't take that direction. I got married very young and opened a business with my uh, what is now my ex-husband, but still very good friends. And uh, we had retail stores. And um, there came a point where I said, you know what, I really don't want to do this anymore. And I became a certified personal trainer. Oh. And so a uh, few years of personal training and realized that I guess the, you know, the, the saying you can't out train a bad diet. Yes. I witnessed it day in and day out 
women would come into the gym and we'd, you know, work really hard, but nothing was really changing because in my mind, they were leaving the gym and going to meet their friends at wherever and, you know, having yeah. a caramel macchiato and a glazed donut. And, oh, yeah. and so, um, I, I, said, I have to do something different. And then I had in my very late thirties, um, some female issues and a, all, every doctor I went to wanted me to have a hysterectomy and I wasn't quite ready to go through menopause at 40 years old. Yeah. So I had read an article about this woman who was doing, um, nutrition and she was in Miami and she was helping a lot of the major athletes like Jack Nicklaus and Ricky Williams and people of that ilk. And I called her up and I asked her if she could help me recover from surgery. And she said, why don't you give me a month, postpone your surgery, and let's see if I can work some magic with you. And within five days of her program, um, I basically my all my female issues resolved. Wow. And I got to keep all my female parts and I sailed through menopause. And here I am about to be 64 years old and um, living well. So I said, hmm, I have to figure out how she did that. And I went back to school. Uh, I was about 47 when I went back to school and did my master's in holistic nutrition. And that was really the, the start of it. I think most of us in this field have had some kind of personal yeah. experience that has led us to find different ways to make ourselves better. And, and especially when you see that the traditional medicine goes straight to the most extreme intervention. Yes. And they don't and, even consider other ways to influence right, the right. problem. You yeah. know, I know a lot of people complain, how come my doctor doesn't know this? How come my doctor doesn't talk about this? Yeah. I always defend them because they don't get the training in medical school. So they're taught to, you know, we call it name it and tame it, right? That the medical world, they, they diagnose, it has to fit into a perfect little box. Mm -hmm. And then there's a medication yeah. to fit that diagnosis, but it isn't always the case. And it's evident in the 20 to 30 patients I see a week that come in and they're on, you know, a laundry list maybe of medication and they're just not getting better and they're not feeling better. And so, um, so many of us have forgotten that, you know, we need to eat to live well. We, we need to eat well to live well. We don't live to eat. And, and that food is actually medicine um, in its most purest form. Yeah. So- isn't it fascinating that people are now, after years and years of this approach, they are conditioned to be taking pill, which yes. is much easier than yes. anything in their lifestyle because yes. that's, they consider inconvenience, even though every medication comes with <clears throat> laundry list of side effects and that's somehow okay because doctor prescribed it. And yeah. I'm like, I, I wanna say I'm not anti-pills, I, I prefer not to take Listen, it, but obviously right. there's a place for them, but not for everything. Yes. Thank goodness we have modern medicine. You know, one of the old jokes is if I got hit by a truck, please take me to the trauma center at the hospital, not Whole Foods to buy a head of broccoli. Right. Right. Exactly. But when you get done at the trauma center, you better be going home and eating well. Otherwise, your body isn't going to heal well. And so there is such a, a, a wonderful or can be such a wonderful integration between, you know, conventional medicine and what they like to call sort of, uh, you know, fringe medicine. And, um, you know, unfortunately, 
nutrition falls into the category of fringe. And how is how did that come about? Because we've we have to eat to live. Yeah. Right. And, and it matters so, what we eat. And it, but but it right. It is all about what we put into our bodies. Wow. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I got fascinated when I first heard from uh, one doctor that all those years of studies and uh, residencies and everything, and they spend one full day on nutrition. Yes. One day. It's and not you, that different now, Vera. I know. I know. That's what's scary. And then you, then everybody is asked if you start a new diet, consult with your doctor. Your doctor is the least person to know about it. Yes, that, yes, it's, um, I have quite a few doctors in the area that refer their patients to me. One is a cardiologist, one is an integrative cancer doctor. um, And then there's a couple of, you know, just regular PCPs, internists that refer their patients to me. And the, the, the meshing and the, you know, of that has just been so beneficial for the patient, because at the end of the day, we all took an oath, you know, doctors, especially the Hippocratic oath first do no harm. And if, oh my goodness, if taking, oh, gluten is such a hot topic right now. So we'll use that. If taking gluten out of somebody's diet changes their GI issues or their neurological symptoms, wow, we scored a home run, right? And, and, And we didn't have to go through so many medications and, and, and problems and years of suffering and so on and so forth. And mess up some, mess up something else in the process. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Right. Because there is no pharmaceutical that is free of side effects. So how do you, how do you deal with people that come to your office and they know something needs to change, but they have a hard time with putting their head, wrapping their head around that they may need to develop healthier habits if they really want to heal well. Yeah, well, so it's a that's a, a really great question. And I obviously deal with that all the time. Um, I am very science-based, partially because I spent many years working with a doctor and they don't want to hear anecdotal stories. They want research and science. And school, I mean, when I was in school, research was probably an entire semester Mm -hmm. to learn how to do research. Plus, I think the science is fascinating and interesting. So if you know how the body works then you can um, pass on that information in in a very understandable way. And we work within the patient's capabilities. I just had somebody yesterday um, got some very serious health issues because of a really bad car accident and loaded with inflammation. And she said, but I'm, I don't want to be deprived. I don't want to, uh, you know, necessarily have to do a very, very, very strict diet. So in that instance, I gave her a list of anti-inflammatory foods. And I said, just eat off this list. I don't care when you eat. I don't care how much you eat. I, 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 we're not going to structure a diet where I say, okay, you have to have salmon and asparagus for dinner. You eat what pleases you, but try to make it off of this list of foods that will be beneficial. And, you know, I I think we've all experienced when you start to feel better, life starts to change, right? You feel better. So you look better, you behave better, you want to do better. And it becomes a a positive cycle of, hey, you know what? I feel really good when I eat a plate of vegetables and some protein as opposed to driving through McDonald's for dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Especially 
especially chronic pain and inflammation can be affecting the entire life and everybody yes. around you because very you much so in your activities the quality of life suffers everything is it's worth to look, take a look at it yeah. <laughs> to, to, to see where I can naturally help my body heal better before I go for some extreme measures like surgery replacements, you know, interventions that cause another that are in uh, have their own set of issues. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I have. Yes. Uh, I, I meant to ask you because I, I believe when we met, you worked um, you work uh, with a, the, quite a special practice in Boca Raton, Florida, that was working with cancer patients, and they had a little more holistic approach to the treatments. And I, I would like to ask you how how did you get there? How what was attracted what, what attracted you to Dr. Rosenberg, and how what what was the what was the if you can give some overall view how that practice approaches the healing. Sure. So um, I, I, Dr. Rosenberg actually was my doctor many, many, many years ago. And he was, I guess we'll call it integrative even back then. Mm -hmm. He had a personal trainer in his office. He had a nutritionist in his office. Um, and he his story is one of personal, his mom was diagnosed with cancer and he went on a you know, research path to find all possible methods for saving her. Okay. And it literally, I would say it's not even, it went beyond passion, right? It was maybe at a point of an obsession and he opened a um, advanced medical therapeutics and uh, he called me one day and said, do you want to come be in? I was with a different practice and he called me and said, do you want to come do your work here in my office? Because all of the cancer patients uh, diet was first and foremost yeah. with with treatment. And um, it wasn't that he was completely holistic, if he could use alternative alternative or natural methods he did, but he also was not opposed to using uh, chemotherapy and, and surgery and so on and so forth if it, if it was called for. Right. So we joined, we joined forces and I spent about four years working in the practice and every single solitary patient that saw Dr. Rosenberg had to see me. Mm -hmm. uh, there were no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He still not cancer patients. Um, and they had to see me because he knew and believed, and of course, practiced within himself, the importance of food in keeping the body healthy. And then of course, maybe possibly correcting a, a condition and maintaining good health. So uh, because of his research potential and, and, um, La passion. I also became sort of passionate about, about the research. Uh, you know, I don't, if somebody comes in with a health condition that I've not maybe had a lot of experience with, I actually say to myself, oh, goody, I get to learn something new. Yeah, I get to challenge. find out, yeah. I get to find out about this and, and find out the best way to address the issues. Um, Dr. Rosenberg also used a lot of vitamin and supplement therapy in the practice. And that really opened my eyes to the world of plant medicine. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, and they are meant again, just like you can't out train a bad diet, you can't out supplement a bad diet, yeah. but they are there for specific purposes and and definitely affect change in the body. So my time with him was absolutely wonderful. It was probably the best four years of learning anybody could have asked for. Um, and we had a lot of home runs in that practice. We most of our patients were stage four cancer. They had been every where else everywhere 
and, you know, Sloan, Moffitt, all the big names. And, um, and they were dying. And we had a lot of home runs and turned a lot of people's lives around. And so it was, uh, it was quite an experience. How fulfilling that. Yes, very, very. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, what a, what a, uh, that's that's where we met and that's where I realized yes. myself that I was kind of, I was a personal chef uh, for a few years, but uh, I actually found myself in highly specializing in, in healing diets that would really yes. impact people's health. Yeah. But I also, oh, I used to give your name to everybody. <laughs> I also I also realized that not many people are willing to take to do what it takes to change their health around. I, I, I have a, I have a uh, Miami Dolphin player who had quite a few health issues and he wanted to lose weight and he wanted to affect the health issue, but he wouldn't change anything in his diet. <laughs> it was right. really tough. Yeah. yeah. So- you know, I think also too today, we're all so busy and everybody is working so hard. And, you know, think about like a, 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 a wife and mother that works a full-time job and has three kids at home. And unfortunately, the thing that that sort of holds a family together used to be dinner time, right? Dinner together as a family. Um, but mom doesn't feel like cooking and, and mom is too tired to cook. And this child likes this and this child likes that. And, and so you, you can understand how it gets away from them, not to mention, you know, never before in the history of human, have we had the kind of food that we have now and access to food the way we have now. And Unfortunately, most of it is packaged, processed garbage. And it's cheaper than the real. And, but it's less expensive. Yeah. You know, you can go to a fast food restaurant and feed a family of four for very minimal money. And so I think there are so many factors. We've got the convenience food. We've got the time factor. We've got the cost factor. Um you know, gone pretty much are the days where the wife was home with the children and able to prepare dinner quality meal properly. Yeah. So but you mentioned and, the time spent at the dinner table, like you mentioned before, when yes. that's the time for family to speak and to to share their experiences of the day and enjoy good meal. And it's, it's all speed up. It's all done, (laughs) done with. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad. It's very sad. And, and the, you know, we are an unhealthy population and we're suffering because of the high stress, you know, the, my, one of my favorite sayings is we are overfed, but undernourished. That's true. Yeah. And, you know, we have an epidemic of obesity, an epidemic of diabetes, epidemic of heart disease. And and people don't realize that what you put in your mouth can either promote health or promote disease. Yeah. There was a, I just, I just uh, hear someone say, and that was very, impactful for me uh he was asking the audience um if anybody remembered their first car and everybody faces light up because everybody has like very warm memories of their first car and he was assured yes, i hated my first car but go ahead <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry but well most people then and he was like i'm sure you took care of it you you know like everything was shiny you put the best thing in it like you were really taking care of it and now imagine if someone told you, you have to take really good care of it because this is the only car you ever going to have in life. How that priority changes. And people got stunned. Our bodies. Our bodies. Exactly. And he said, but we do have one 
tool that we are given for life and it's only one and we can replace parts and we can do maintenance and we can do whatever we can but we cannot change the whole thing and that's our body and our health and nobody looks at it that way because we always kind of you know like you care about the best mechanic for your car but do you really care how you prevent some issues later on if you could (laughs) right well and every doctor will tell you i i mean it's so much easier to prevent something than it is to treat something to, to have to play catch up and and try to correct a condition, especially the ones that are so debilitating, you know, cancer, heart disease, diabetes, et cetera. Um, It's so much easier to just prevent it, but people don't necessarily want to make the effort. And yes, I, you know, there are days that I'll say to my husband, oh, this is, can be so exhausting washing a, a a water bottle instead of just drinking out of plastic all the time, right? Washing a water, a steel, stainless steel water bottle and, and making sure it's clean and refilling it and, and preparing vegetables. They have to be washed and they have to be chopped and they have to be stored properly. And, and I, you know, there's a, there can be a lot that can go into it but by the same token it doesn't have to be that difficult i nobody's expecting gourmet meals every night for dinner what's wrong with steaming some broccoli baking a sweet potato and and grilling or broiling a piece of salmon Mm -hmm. i you know it's a wonderfully nutritious healthy feel-good meal and that's how I cook at home. I, I'm not sitting there, you know, personal chefing for, for my husband. I We make healthy food and it takes me no more than 20 minutes. And, yeah, you do what needs to be done. And, that's and, you do, when you, and we do you what has to be done. Quality ingredients, you can do anything with it for sure. You know, and if you've ever been sick and you have the chance and the ability to become well, you really get a new perspective on on how important well is and you i i hope for everybody that that becomes their priority that you know this serves my body well this doesn't serve my body let me choose option a right that's right. And it doesn't mean there's never room for uh, a piece of chocolate cake or a, a, an alcoholic beverage or a pizza. It's just because the body is so incredibly self-healing or wants to be given the right tools. Um, and so it we call it the 80-20 principle. If you do what serves you well, 80% of the time, this amazing, resilient, self-healing piece of machinery will take care of the 20% that you maybe aren't doing so such a good job. And the reverse applies as well. If you only do 20% healthy and then you mess up most of the time, then you cannot expect to have big results and effects on your health. Yeah. Correct. There is also a good one thing to consider when we talked about um, how convenient the unhealthy options are and cheaper and everything, but how inconvenient and expensive it becomes when we get sick. Vera, I don't know if you saw, I did post, um, I don't know, many months ago, a picture of a person lying in a hospital bed hooked up to all kinds of IV and machinery. And, and in the same picture was a, 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 you know, beautiful array of fruits and vegetables. And it, the caption said on the fruits and vegetables, what people think is expensive. And on the hospital picture, it said what really is expensive. 
And it is very, very, very true. You, you know, people have no idea. I mean, well, we all know what health insurance costs and what the cost of, of medicine is today. Yeah. They just approved, I read in the newspaper last week, a new drug, um, it's every dose is $1.3 million. Oh my Lord. Yeah. Who's, who's, who, who could possibly take that drug? Yeah. And that kind of a drug at that price would bankrupt an insurance company, probably exactly. if they had more than five people on it. Exactly. it you know, it, it, it just, it's, it's the whole system. And it, it's really until if you've ever been sick and you've spent any time in the hospital or you've had a major illness, you know the toll it takes on your entire life. Yeah. Not to mention when you are on multiple medication, the cost to your health is also important to take uh, in oh, consideration a, because all a thousand percent side effects create new problems that you never had and now you healing more than before you know that's right exactly right yeah yeah I, and there's so much available no there's so much information available to all of us um you know the wonderful world of of google right yeah. we um doctors research the same way you or i could sit and research. Um, I, I'm not reading blogs when I do research. I'm on PubMed or NIH and reading published peer-reviewed studies and clinical trials and things like that. And I mean, patients will come in and they have no idea what the side effects are from a medication they're taking. So I go on the computer and I pull up side effects of whatever medication X and you know, may cause dot, 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 dot. And I, of course I say, no, thank you. Right. So. And that's because, and, and like that's, you said before, because the doctor said here, take this, there are no questions asked. Plus it often take care of the symptom, not of the Correct. It's a band-aid. Yeah. It's a band-aid. Yeah. So yeah, if if people started thinking about it a little deeper, they would realize that they can do so much with food and give your own body so many more ammunition to, to fight it because our body is such a brilliant concept of communication that it takes care of things we don't even know that are happening in our body on its own. We, that's exactly right. that's exactly right like the liver for instance main yeah. organ of detoxification it's working 24 7 just like your heart is beating and your brain is running but it's not a blatant obvious process so um you know i think the world i live in which is really the what we call functional medicine world so functional meaning how does the body function? It's not the it's not the what of medicine, it's the why. Yeah. Right. Instead of, oh, I have heartburn, let me take an antacid. The question should be, why do I have heartburn? Exactly. And what can I do about it to potentially fix my heartburn? But then the, the crazy circle is you are not expert and doctor. So that's what you go to doctor for. And doctor gives Correct. medication instead of solution to the problem. Right. So that's, it's, you know, you touched on on the research. Uh, obviously, I'm not a fan of Dr. Google. <laughs> my husband used No, I'm not a fan of Dr. Google. Yeah. I mean, yeah. using Google to, exactly. to get to yeah. where you want to get to. But what I also want to mention uh, you, you find when you are not educated on this, you find a lot of conflicting information. So 100%. That's, that's why I would always suggest, why don't you seek, a, you know, assistance of somebody who- A professional. They're living, that they actually did the work for you. And it's not just doctors, it's people like you. And for many people, nutritionists, 
when it comes to mind, they believe it's for weight loss. No, it's not. It's for overall well-being. It's for everything. Yes. And like you said, I probably see more non-weight loss illness related patients than I see weight loss patients. Yeah. It, the, the science of nutrition is really how do nutrients interact with our physiological, biological, neurological body Yes. And what can we do to Im, uh, improve that? I mean, I have requirements just as stringent as uh, any medical doctor. I have continuing education credits to maintain my board certification status. Um, and uh, it it we're always learning. We're always learning. And yes, you're a thousand percent right. You go online and this one says raw broccoli is not good. And this one says raw broccoli is good. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, one of the reasons that people seek out nutritional guidance is like you said, we've cut through all the, all the muck yeah. to kind of get to now, do I have all the answers? No. But do I know on the most basic of terms, if you eat a whole food, real food diet, you are going to feel better. Your health will be better. Yeah. And you have seen it uh, during and the I, oh, practice. I, I have a, yes, I, I have a lot of wonderful um, home runs, if you will. Yeah. And that's why I get up every morning and do what I do because it, you know, my, my, um, my motto is sort of saving the world one stomach at a time. Yeah. <laughs> and you also, also <laughs> and that reminds me of uh, something you once told me, and I know to, it to be true, how the gut is basically a second brain for the body how yes. and there are some doctors who say it's the first brain okay. because everything goes through the gi track it's our interaction with our external world and it decides what gets into your bloodstream and what doesn't and the research in the last i'm sure you're aware of it um the research in the last five to ten years on the gi track has been explosive yeah. And they're basically learning that everything starts with the gut. For sure. You know, nobody would ever think if they're, uh, let's say, in a bad mood or they're feeling down or whatever, that it would be their gut that's disrupted and not their brain. Um, serotonin, which is, of course, our feel-good uh, neurotransmitter, our happy neurotransmitter. Um, how many millions of people are on antidepressants yeah. today? And right, they take more a, chemicals called, to your body. Right, yeah. what they what they take is called an SSRI, a serotonin reuptake inhibitor. Um, we make more serotonin in our gut than we make in our brain. And the brain and the gut are connected by way of the vagus nerve. And the gut has its own nervous system called the enteric nervous system. And it connects directly to our, our, uh, our brain nervous system, our central nervous system by way of the vagus nerve. So if this is unhappy, this is unhappy. And if this is unhappy, this is unhappy. Mm -hmm. and, and we don't take a step back and look at those things but of course that's what people have me for so <laughs> you know it, yeah so what what would you say is one habit that changed everything for you and helped you succeed in this field what was one I, thing that made you successful uh in terms of of my professional or for like my health my professional life um i think aligning myself with other like-minded 
health professionals. Yes. Like Dr. Rosenberg, like Kim Marone of Evolve Acupuncture and Wellness. Um, you know, I, I told you at the beginning, um, and you kind of touched on it, but they call us the dream team. And it it has changed uh, uh, I guess I you know, it's there's so much support for the patient. There's so much support from all aspects of their well-being and their health that it it really was um, a good move on my part. Mm -hmm. And when you touched on on your own health, what what I know that you went through quite I think quite so moments. <laughs> Yes, yes, I've had my fair share, um, you know, and just because we eat healthy doesn't mean we're going to be immune to problems. They, 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 but it, I think giving up sugar to the best that I can and giving up packaged processed food and treating my mind, my body and my spirit as a whole, which is why I chose holistic nutrition as opposed to becoming like a registered dietitian, mm -hmm. let's say, right? Um, I wanted that mind, body, spirit connection because thank goodness we have specialists. Thank goodness we have cardiologists and endocrinologists and urologists and things like that. But at the end of the day, you know, the old song, the, the shin bones connected to the knee bones connected to the thigh bone, every system in the body is connected in some way. And if we only treat the heart, what about all the other things that may be contributing right. to heart disease? Yeah. And if we only treat depression what about all the things that are contributing so I, I i i wanted that sort of holistic which holistic just means mind body spirit it's not voodoo medicine yes. it's mind body spirit so it's actually that, the most natural way and for some reason we call correct. it alternative <laughs> right right they and and yes i mean look at traditional chinese medicine i you know, it's been around for what, 5,000 plus years. And we have Kim as an acupuncturist and we do traditional Chinese medicine coupled with functional medicine. But if you look at the principles of TCM, traditional Chinese medicine, they're really the same as functional medicine. Yes. And what, what for me was a big turning point was I went to the first nutrition conference I ever went to was through the Institute for Functional Medicine. And it was a gr huge group of medical doctors mm -hmm. that got together and said, this isn't working. We can't keep prescribing and prescribing and prescribing and take this pill to get rid of the symptom from that pill and, and so on and so forth. And they started this functional medicine movement where food is the cornerstone. Nutrition is the cornerstone. And to the, on this day, Cleveland Clinic, which is one of the biggest names in medicine, has a functional medicine center. Thank God. Yeah. And yes, and the first year that they opened, they had a 3,000 person waiting. Yeah, it's becoming how, how many people are dissatisfied with medical care. Desperate, yeah. And desperate, yes. If so that, that was really the defining moment for me. Hmm. Would there be one quality resource that you can recommend, a mentor, book, a uh, website that people can go to for trusted information in this field. yes yes dr mark hyman yes i follow him yeah h-y-m-a-n yeah um he was one of the fathers of functional medicine and he is the head of the functional medicine center at the cleveland clinics uh thing um a some people may know him because he was the doctor that Hillary Clinton hired to treat Bill Clinton mm -hmm. when Bill had his heart 
condition, um, but he's got wonderful podcasts. He's the author of something like 12 books. Um, uh, his One of the, my favorite books, I love the title of it, it's Food, What the Heck Should I Eat? Yeah. And, and, you know, it's so plain and simple, but it's so real. And he has pretty uh, easily understood information, I think, for the average person. I'll put the, I'll put it in the show notes so people can look it up the name yeah. and his uh, contact information. But I would also like to know from you as we are parting, would there be one parting piece of guidance or advice to people that maybe are not sure what it means to be treated holistically or considering visiting somebody like you, nutritionist, to help them to guide through the conflict of information that is out there? Yes. Um, what, uh, what would be one step that they can take to get more comfortable with their approach to health? Um, well, the first thing I would do is tell everybody remove packaged processed food from your life, drink more water and move your body. As far as working with somebody like me, my initial appointment is an hour and a half. I do a full health history. I want to know everything. Um, and, and, and we look at all areas of their life so that I'm not putting them in a position where all of a sudden I'm creating more stress than they already have in their life. What's going to work for you? What fits into your lifestyle? There are ways to do it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we just need somebody to hold our hand and guide us. For sure. And you are good at that. Thank you. <laughs> I had, I had a moment in your office a while ago when I was experimenting with intermittent fasting and you helped me there. And I remember at one point there was something that I'm, I'm not on sugar. I, 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 that's luckily not my problem, but I have other problems that I wasn't going to give away. And you showed me one quote that is in your office that was really hilarious. And I still remember it because it kind of got me thinking. It sits on my desk for every patient to see. And it's a quote from Hippocrates, who was yeah. the father of medicine. And it says, before you heal someone, ask him if he's willing to give up the things that made him sick. That's fantastic. Fantastic ending to our wonderful talk. <laughs> it's true. It is so the convenience and the price and the time and whatever excuses we come up with. It's really irrelevant when you're lying in a hospital bed and suddenly all your pr pr priorities are messed up. Changed. Yeah. 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 So I hope that everybody got that feeling how, how important the gut health is and how important the nutrition is, how important to be considered what you put in your body. Don't just, don't just look good on the outside. It's so well, health start, health starts on the inside. Exactly. Exactly. It's so much important what you put inside of your body. Yeah. We have a, a theory. If there's something wrong on the outside, there is definitely something wrong on the inside. For sure. And I love that you take the entire approach because you never know where the trigger is. You never know that something seemingly totally unrelated could be the whole source of the problems. And that's, that's, that's really. 100%. No, that's yeah, very people unique. don't. Correct. Correct. You know, if you've had a major trauma, how did that affect you? Are you, I, I, there are so many things, you know, even if the trauma was 30 years ago. Exactly. It, the wounds that got never healed. Correct. And the Correct. or that we never here. addressed, that yeah. we never, yeah. yeah, we just tuck them away and let the chips fall where they may, so to speak. Yeah. And that's exactly why I love you, Georgia Schwartz. <laughs> I am so happy and really grateful that you made time for us because this is unbelievable information for anybody who is willing to prevent 
and take charge of their own health before it's too late and before they have to have addressing issues and have to go to doctors. I, for once, uh, decided that I don't want to age with the medical boxes full of pills. I'm doing good on that. And it, it takes effort. Yes, it does, but aren't we worth it? It was my absolute pleasure to be here. And I love you right back. And we've had a lot of yummy meals together. So for sure, all, for sure. all, all cooked by you. <laughs> um, and um, and it was just it was it's great to be able to um, this is my passion. And it's I, I want to share it with as many people as I possibly can. So if you are ever considering doing something with your health and you want to start where you should start, do not hesitate. Contact Georgette. I'll put all her contact information below our show. She is, as you can see, she's not some strict, scary person. She will work with you and she will find a way that is doable for you. And I can promise you diet, food, the way we have it in our head, doesn't have to be bland, doesn't have to be tasteless, doesn't have to be not exciting. It could be absolutely delicious. And I'm actually working on putting together some recipes that are tested by chef and practice that were enjoyed by my clients to help somebody start because the diet could be absolutely delicious. It's just better choices we make. That's exciting. Yeah. So thank you so much, Georgette. It was pleasure, pleasure talking to you. And I hope everybody start to understand how super important what we put into our body is. And with that, I would say have a great rest of the evening. And I hope to see you again next week. Okay. Thank you, Vera. Thank Bye. you. <laughs>